You know how sometimes I ask you for training questions? Well, today I put out on social media, would you like me to answer questions about my dogs or about training? And overwhelmingly, people wanted to know questions or answers about my dog. So here goes. Susan, why is Tater always the fall guy? Tater is often the brunt of jokes on social media because I think Tater secretly is an actor. Like he loves getting dressed up. He's always got this look on his face that he's a poster child for a humane society. Why is he always a fall guy? Because like that's who he wants to be. He's, he really is a dorky dog. Which of your dogs is the smartest? This might surprise a lot of you, but the smartest dog in this household, I would have to say is Tater Salad. He definitely is pretty brilliant. If you did not do agility, what dog sport would you do? Hmm. That's tough. I've done a lot of dog sports and I do like them all. Definitely, I, I love agility most of all. I've loved competition obedience, although I, I think agility is far more fun for my dogs. You know, not that I didn't make competition obedience a lot of fun. It was fun. Probably, I love freestyle, but I don't like the dancing so much for me. So, um, maybe scent nose work, some sort of nose work. I do like training that. Where do your dogs sleep at night? Wherever they want. Generally, Swagger sleeps beside my bed, unless Kim is here and then he sleeps with her. Tater sleeps with Kim, or if there's a fire going, he sleeps in front of the fire. And this sleeps, okay, I'll be honest, she sleeps in bed with me. It's a long story, but that's true. Momentum likes to sleep right by the front door. And Feature now sleeps in the spare bedroom or in the spare bedroom bathroom. That's a little bit sad. 2019, my husband passed away. And when they took him out in an ambulance, Feature has never come back in our bedroom. She used to sleep in our bedroom every night. So that, okay, that makes me a little bit sad. How often do you feed your dogs? Our dogs get fed twice a day meals. They get snacks. Definitely they get a bedtime snack. What is the naughtiest thing your dog has ever done? Well, Tater, there's probably a list. Truthfully, I can't, my dogs don't do naughty things. Like this sleeping on my bed maybe is naughty, but naughty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Like my dogs are raised with rules being enforced in the way of games. So they really don't do bad things. Like they don't steal things from the carp or from the counter. They don't shred things. You know, Swagger, when he's five months old, shred a, a roll of toilet paper. I guess that's probably it. How many times a day or a week do you train? That really is dependent on how often I'm training you guys. So I would love to train my dogs every day. And I guess technically they do get trained every day because every part of life is there's some criteria for them. If I'm not doing like free master classes for people, I would say I would train at least five days a week with the young dogs that are being trained. But truthfully, everyone gets trained every day. Uh, how much have you ever paid for a dog? Oh my. Well, the last three dogs I've bred myself, you don't want to know how much it costs to do the breeding uh, to produce this. That if you want to know truthfully how much I paid, that is like way, okay, yeah, it's a lot of money. But the most I've actually paid, I haven't bought a dog in a lot of years, so I think it was like $1,800. Do any of your dogs hate working? Yeah, you might say Tater hates depending on what you're doing, but you could make him like pretty much anything, but no, none of my dogs hate to work. They love to work because work is play around here, right? What is each of your dog's favorite activity? Well, Tater, it's sunbathing for sure. 
uh, or lying by the fire. He loves a car. If somebody pulls up in a car and he is loose, he will go all through a door, first of all, or he'll jump in the trunk, or if the doors in the trunk are closed, he will go through an open window. Crazy about cars. Swagger is anything to do with work. He's always got a toy in his mouth because he's always ready for work. Feature, I would say probably swimming and momentum. I don't know, be running in the fields or swimming. I would say all of my dogs other than Tater, their number one favorite thing is working with me. But other than working with me, it would be, Swagger would be working with anybody. Somebody drives up, a complete stranger drives up and pulls out. (laughs) Working uh, trumps anything. And then for the rest of them, this definitely hurting the other dogs is, is her favorite. What is the best number of dogs to own? I think that's a personal thing. For me, I think the ideal number is three, but I don't know that I'll ever have only three again. Why was your first dog a terrier? I was, I rode horses and I rode dressage and around the barn, everybody who was an English style rider, they had terriers. This was back in the eighties. Funny enough, anybody who rode Western had an Australian shepherd. I don't know if that's still the same way, but that's how I started with terriers and I still love terriers and someday I'll have another one. What has been your biggest challenge training each of your dogs? Jeez. Hmm, you forget them. Well, for me, I just, you know, probably behavior problems are the ones that I uh, spend the most time on because I want the dogs to have uh, be happy. And the ones that are the most prevalent to me are the ones that I've most recently worked on. So for this, it would be overcoming her confidence uh, around people, like men, people she doesn't know, children. Do your dogs have dew claws? Yes, all of my dogs have dew claws. What are three words you would never say about dogs? I don't know. I would never say anything about dominance or spite or resentment. A phrase, he knows better. I would never say that. Okay. That was a fun question. What do you look for when you go to a training class? Okay. That's a good question. If you're listening to this podcast, you know the way we train. If there was a training class that trained with kindness first and they were into shaping behaviors and they had an understanding of uh, behavior modification, that would be ideal. If I couldn't find that, then it would be what's closest and wouldn't mind if I did my own thing. And then I would be very protective of my dog. So if they trained with harsh correction, I wouldn't go there because I just don't want my dogs to be around that kind of energy. And if they had like a free for all that the dogs were loose and uh, I wouldn't go for that. So if somebody asked me what would be the best class to train, I would say, you know, one of our online classes and then whatever's cheapest in your neighborhood to just get your dog exposed, provided there isn't heavy corrections, right? Let's go and do your own thing. And as long as it's a happy atmosphere, that's the most important thing. What is your favorite quality about each of your dog? Each of your dogs. Okay. Probably swagger. It's his devotion to me feature. It's her, she was just an easy dog to travel with. You could take her anywhere. She, although she didn't like other male dogs, you could leave her in a hotel and she would embark. She was just, she was settled anywhere and super easy dog to travel with. It's funny enough, all the things that I love about my dogs are are kind of similar. Like they all make me laugh and that's a quality I love about all of them, but they all make me laugh for different reasons. This definitely because she she loves hard. Like she loves you, but she's very passionate about, she's in your face and licky licky. Momentum is a a snuggle bug. And I love how she plays with other dogs. 
and Tater, who does, like, it's impossible not to love Tater. He is such a dork and such a comedic and just, you could take a hundred pictures of Tater a day and you would find something to laugh about in each one. Swagger thinks so too. Okay. Do you do jump grids to perfect jump skills? I definitely believe in doing jump grids, but I think it's more than to perfect jump skills. They just teach so much about your dog reading distances and reading height and, and uh, yeah, there's so much. So yes, I love jump grids. What challenge do you add first when building a skill? Handler speed or dog speed? So dash, right? We've talked about dash on the podcast, D-A-S-H. So I want the dog's drive desire first then I add the accuracy, then I add their speed. So I would always get the dog speed and then the handler speed could be a distraction. So I would add that after the dog had their speed. How do you choose the breeder and puppy? Do you research the diseases of the line? Yes. I, I did a podcast about this. I think it's number 36 is how I selected this. And I talked a little bit about how I select the breeder when I'm selecting a breeder. And yes, health is my number one concern. What do you do when your dog is in heat? Dog periods need to be talked about more, as they should. So when my dogs are in heat, when I have an intact male, obviously I have to separate them and I try to get them intact male, like during the five or seven days that they're intently in heat, I'll get the intact male, you know, out of the house so that they don't go crazy. And generally, like maybe we have an apartment on site. Sometimes I've gone over there. I've stayed in my motorhome with the male or the female or maybe just slept in the spare room. Um, the female has got, obviously they have their pants on that they, but yeah, that's, I think I don't do anything typical, but I don't spay my females uh, until they're like nine years old. And the only reason I neutered Swagger is because he had a heart problem. And so I didn't want him to be around the females in season and getting too excited. Is it true that agility dogs are fasted prior to competing? If this, is this something you do? That is not something I've ever heard of. And no, I have never fasted my dogs before competing. I wouldn't give them a full stomach of food. If I knew I was up early, I would maybe give them a smaller meal or get up super early to feed them two hours earlier if I was like up early in the morning. But no, I don't fast my dogs. Who is the lo- loudest? That is a no competition. That is Tater. Tater has got the loudest bark and he uses it most often, especially if people are coming in the house because he needs to announce everybody that he should have his butt scratched first. Absolutely. And I think there's two people ask me who, which dog is the loudest. Isn't that funny? So those are all of your questions. Thank you for asking them. I think I've copied them all. Uh, Oh, wait, here's the one I didn't get to. Do you know if social learning slash copying works? And how did Tater get to you? Uh, I believe that social learning does work. I haven't used it as a form of training, but I definitely have seen my dogs learn from each other. And I've talked about borrowing dogs' confidence. And like if I'm training this and she's teaching her something new and she's a little worried, I might have her hop it in a hot zone and get swagger to do the dem- do it. And then, and just for her to see that it's fun. And, and I don't think she copies him, but just to put her at ease and get her away from the pressure of, if she feels any pressure of doing something. How did we get Tater? We did a podcast about that. So I'll put a link in the show notes about how Tater happened to be. He was a family pet who 
ate a few couches and ate a few personal items. And at 15 months, it wasn't slowing down and they couldn't walk him because he was too strong and he was a bit of a menace. And so he ended up here as Kim's dog. And then Kim had a dog who really didn't get along with Tater. So he's Kim's dog four days a week and he's um, my dog, well, seven days a week. So Kim and I, it's like, I, I have four and a half dogs and she has half a dog. Thank you for your questions. That's it for this time. And I'll see you next time here on Shape My Dog.